Okay, today's daf is Bavakama daf nun beis. We are going to begin four lines from the bottom of the page at Amar Rabbi Lazar. A couple lines before the uh, the last two dots. Amar Rabbi Lazar. The Gemara is going to talk about if a person purchases a bar, a house, or a flock of sheep, what needs to be done in order for the Kenyan to be effective, in order for the person to become the owner. Then the Mishnah, Anamadalaf, is going to talk about if the second guy is going to be Chayiv, if he finds the uh, first guy's bar exposed. Meaning the first guy comes, has a bar, and covers it up, but somehow it got exposed, the second guy is going to be Chayiv, and then the Mishnah is going to discuss whether you're Chayiv and Pater on a variety of different things that fall into a bar, which things one is Chayiv for, and which one is Pater for. And then the Gemara on the bottom of the page is going to get into whether you're chayiv if you cover a bar well enough to withstand uh, to withstand shvarim to withstand the oxen that walk over it, but not well enough to withstand a gamal, which apparently is a heavier animal. And what happened was Kamalim walked on it, but it didn't break; it just weakened, and then a shore fell in. So are you going to be chayiv for that? The Gemara is going to bring two rayas uh, to try to resolve that question, and then on the base, the Gemara is going to have one more question with two ray- with which has three rayas. The Gemara is going to raise a question whether you're chayiv if you don't cover a bar well enough to withstand Gamalim. But it breaks from rot. Forget about uh, gummel going on. It just broke, just which could have happened that no matter how well it was covered. So Gemara is going to try to bring three rayos in that regard, and uh, much of the discussion is going to revolve around, at least in Rishonim, isn't this simply a case of tchilasu bipshia v'sofa ba'ones that you didn't cover it properly, but then what happened was just a freak accident that had nothing to do with one's negligence. But let's begin. Amr Ablazer, four lines at the bottom of the page. Amr Ablazer, hamocher bar lechaveru. Person sells a bar to his friend. Kivin shemasel dolio kana. Once he gives him the bucket that goes along with that bar, that's it. That uh, or Rash says not the bucket. Rash says kisoya bar. Dolio is the covering of the bar to cover it. So uh, so he gives once he gives him the capacity to cover it, the ability to cover it. The fellow is kona it. Hey chidami. What are they using to affect the kinyan? If they're using kesef, well, why isn't the kesef what makes the kinyan? And if he's making a chazaka on it, let him use the chazaka as the kinyan. Generally speaking, karka is nicknames, but kesef b'shtaru b'chazaka. So over here it's a bar, it's karka. So kesef, chazaka, any of these things should have worked. Says Marliyalim b'chazaka. Ubayi lemeimalei lechazeku kni. That it is with a chazaka, but uh, he has to tell him, he has to inform him that I'm interested in you going and making a kinyan. So the way he tips him off that he's interested in him going to make a kinyan is he gives him the cover of the bar. And that's his way of saying, here, take this and now go make a kinyan chazaka on the, on the bar. If a person sells a house to his friend, as soon as he gives him the key to the house, the fellow is Kona, the house. So again, this is Karka. Karka's nickname is with Kesef, Shtar, Chazaka. Mafeach's not on that list. Hey, Chidami, Ibe Kaspa, Likni Be Kaspa, Ibe Chazaka, Likni Be Chazaka. Where does the Mafteach come in? So the Olam Be Chazaka really is being Kona with Chazaka. Ubayi Lumeim, Lele Chazek Ukni, Vekim Shalom Asa Mafteach, Kemand, Amal, Lele Chazek Ukni, Dami. But he has to tell him that I want you to be Lele Chazek Ukni. He has to give him permission to go make the Kinyin Chazaka. So when he gives him the Mafteach, it says, if he's telling him, Lele Chazek Ukni. Tosos points out, 
Kivin Shalom Asalom of Teach says Tosos Rishbam Mefarish Parachaskas Abatim Gabe No Al Goder Kol Shu Benichse Hager that when we say that Chazaka on on Karka is to be Noel the Goder so Rishbam writes in Mesachas Mesachas Bab Basra when it comes to acquiring a property that belonged to a Ger after he died to Noel Hainu Shakava Minol Bedelas Lenoelo Fave Binyan Noel doesn't mean to lock the door that exists it means to build a lock. Into the door. But if all you do is lock an already existing door, that's only like Mavriachari. You're just keeping away damage by closing off the property, but that's not a that's not a Kenyan. I but the Gemara says that the Psachim in order to become Chayiv in Bedika on a house when you're renting a house. The, the keys only need to have been given to you, so it sounds like all you need to do is lock the door because you have the keys, that's what you have the ability to do now, to lock the door. It sounds like that's all you need in order to have a chazaka. Yeah, that's true when someone is selling it to you or someone is renting it to you. But when it comes to there is no dasacheres you have to create the entire Kenyan all from your perspective because there's no one giving it to you then it needs to be a stronger form of Kenyan then it's not good enough to just lock it take the key and lock the door then you need to actually build a lock in the door so Frechtosos, yeah, but how does that fit with our Gemara? meaning according to what we're saying when uh, giving over a key it only works to make you chayiv in the B'dikas Chameitz because there is a Dasa Cheres Makna V'kashalari Dahacha Mashu Behedid Mesiris Mavteach Lokani that we, we just got through saying that giving a mafteach is a valid form of kinyin if there's a dasa cheres. But in our Gemara, it doesn't say that. In our Gemara, it says, you know what giving a key is? It's permission to go make a kinyin chazaka. But it is not a kinyin in, in any way on its own. And the reason for chametz uh, being the chiv of B'dikas Chametz transferring with the key is very practical. You only have access to the house once you have the key. So that's just a practical element, but it's not a kinyin. The, uh, the idea that a person is not kona by locking the door, that the Rosh Bam says, I don't think it's correct. To begin, Perakazorik Omer Gabi Get, to Tezeli Vitech Vitiftach, Almani Ilu Luchud Kanya, Shoyalachos Shum Minol Bishabis. Uh, the Gemara Masechus Gittin talks about acquiring a get on Shabbos. How is it possible to acquire the get with the karka on Shabbos? And says, oh, you can make a kinyan on the karka on Shabbos, just lock the door. Now, it can't mean build a lock, because you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos. That would be a violation of, of bona on Shabbos. The Gemara Gittin over there was saying that even though it's true, you're not allowed to make kinyanam on Shabbos either, but over there we're dealing with a shchivmira, someone who was dying, so in order that he shouldn't have a tir of adas and die quicker, we allowed to violate the yisud rabbanon of making kinyanim, but we're not going to allow him to violate an iser to of uh, of bonet. 
Amen says to us, and it's also clear this way from the Gemara in the third paragraph of Basra. The Gemara goes through which items can be acquired with Chazakal. That which works as a Kenyan in Nichse Ager works as a Kenyan when you're acquiring something from somebody else. That's the rule. In Cain, how did Tani say for Yichnas Tarnagolim letochabayis? Harizu Chazaka b'Nichse Ager Namikana. V'ha'ena time of the Kana the Mestamik Shnas Nashav Tarnagolim Noal Delas Kedei Lishamran. It says that you put the chickens in the 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 the, 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 the property and you lock the door and that's a valid Kenyan. You're not building a lock. You're just locking the door. So all of this points says tells us to the fact that Alma b'Neilas Delas Sagi. All you need to do is lock the door. You don't need to build a lock in the door. Aye, but what about Rashbam's point? And Elas Delas is just a mavriachari. When you lock a door, all you're doing is protecting it from outside forces. It says that's not true. Vein lidmos Elas Delas mavriachari. The davka nosen sror the sachar minei maya who davrin b'chasik sabat and davrin mavriachari. When there's a specific threat and you keep away that specific threat and only that specific threat, that's mavriachari. But when you're locking a property and any potential threat is now locked out, that's not called mavriachari. That's not all. That's a chazaka. So, uh, so that's the the idea that uh, that that gadar parats. When we say that chazaka is naal, naal does not mean says Tosos against Rashbam does not mean that you actually have to build the lock. It just means that you uh, that you have to uh, actually lock the door. The Rambam in the first first paragraph of Ilkes Mechira Lachiyud writes Keitzad Amachzik Biniila Kana. How does one do a kinyan with naal? You lock it, you open it, that is a chazaka, because you have now used it in an effective way. So the Rishonim say, where, where is the Ramam? The Ramam is not saying that you have to build a lock, but he's also not saying you just have to lock it. He says you lock it, then you open it. Where does he get that part? That Naal means lock it and then unlock it. So the Mukha Yosef explains that from the Rambam it sounds that he disagrees with Tosos, that he holds that Ni'ila alone, just locking it, is Mavriachari, meaning he's bothered by the Rashbam's Kasha, that it can't just be to lock it because that's Mavriachari. So the Rambam thought that was a good Kasha, not like Tosos, who says, come on, that's different than Mavriachari. The Rambam thought that is Mavriachari. But he's not going to go as far as Rosh and say that Noel means build a lock. No, what the Ram says Noel must mean lock it and then unlock it. So that's where the uh, Rambam got this idea because he was bothered by that kasha. That's what Amukha Yosef understands in Masech's Babasa. The Ramban says that the source is really from the Gemara Masech's Gitten, where it says that a woman is able to be kona a get that's left in her chatzar by locking and then opening the chatzar. So it sounds like locking alone is not enough, and maybe that's the source for the uh, for the Rambam. Whereas the Beis Yosef says, nah, the Rambam was just saying that even if you later open it up, it's still a chazaka by the fact that you locked it even for just a moment. But of course you don't have to open it up. Nal means nal. You just lock it in total agreement with what I was saying. So three ways of understanding that uh, that, that Rambam, or where that Rambam got the idea of nal and then Pasach. Says the Gemara further, someone sells a flock of sheep to his friend. 
Kana. Once he gives over the mashchuches, the other fellow is Kana. The Gemara is going to explain what that is. Hechidavim. Even Mashiach Lekni Mashiach. Even Mashiach Lekni Mashiach. Now we're not talking about karka anymore. We're talking about livestock. So you should use the normal kinyanim that are reserved for livestock. Mashiach, Mashiach. What is this giving over the mashchuches? So it says, well, the other Mashiach. It is a Mashiach that you're using. When you give over the mashchuches, you need to tell him, Lech Mashoch Ukni. Go do a Mashiach and be Kona. Giving over the mashchuches is the equivalent of giving the go-ahead to do a proper kinyan mashicha. Great, my mashchuches. What is a mashchuches? So that it's a bell that you ring and it causes all the animals to follow. It's the goat that leads at the head of the flock. Like a certain Galilean uh, darshan about Rav Chista, that when uh, when 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 Shem is angry at the flock, he'll he'll have a blind goat lead us. But the point is that there is a goat that leads the rest of the flock. But it's uh, an expression that they use to say that uh, if a blind goat is leading the rest of the flock, it will lead it right off a cliff, and that's not going to be very good. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants to make the Jewish people suffer. He gives us leaders that make all of the wrong decisions and kaviyachu uh, lead us lead us off off a uh, off a cliff. So that's uh, not a good thing for the for the Jewish people. Okay. Says the Gemara now, the Mishnah rather. One guy covers up the bar. The second guy comes and he finds that the bar is uncovered. And Rashi fills us in on what the Gemara is going to say. How did it become uncovered? It rotted and just broke on its own. So the second guy finds it uncovered, but it wasn't because anyone went and uncovered it. And the second guy, the second guy didn't do anything to cover it. He didn't do anything to fix it. Hasheni Chayev, second guy's Chayev for his carelessness. Kiso Karaui, if he covered it properly, Vinafalatoch Ashor Chamor Umeis, and Ashor Chamor fell in and died. Pater, he's going to be Pater. He did his best, he covered it properly. The Rush writes that when he covered the bar and Ashor Chamor fell in, he's Pater because it's, he's an Anus. Well, what do you want him to do? Uh, it's not his responsibility to go and check it every day to see if it's rotted and see if it's going to. He covered it, that's all he could want. That's what more could you want from him? Rabarach Ber and Birch Shmuel, but quotes from his Rebbe, from Rav Chaim Salvechik, the following Chakira. Why is it that the Torah Pater is someone who covers his bar? Is it because there's a Din Shmira, just like you have a Din Shmira on your shore, as long as you're Shomer, Karatwe, your Pater, because it's an Onas, so so too you have a Din Shmira on your bar, and by covering it, you have fulfilled your Din Shmira, and therefore your Pater, or maybe not. Maybe by covering your bar, it's not a Din Shmira. It's a way of getting rid of the bar. It's as if there is no bar there at all when you've covered the bar. So he explains in Afkamina would be, what if someone else covered the bar? If the reason of the Torah is made in Shmira, so someone else's Shmira doesn't help to patter you, to patter the Balabar from many Chiv. But uh, if it's a din of uh, Kisoy being Mesalik and Mevatel the Kriya, that it's as if there is no bar there, then even someone else covering the bar should uh, should help. So, okay, but over here we're talking about a case where you uh, yourself covered the bar, so you did everything you could do. Lo Kisoy Karoy Chayiv. If you didn't do a good job covering the bar, and then an animal falls in and dies, you're going to be Chayiv. Not full of If from the sounds of the digging, the animal falls forward into the bar, the balabar is going to be going to be chayiv. 
even though the shor is a pikeach and he should have watched where he was going, he's going to be chayiv because he was frightened by the sounds of the digging. That's how Rashi explains in the first lashon at least. If it falls backwards from the sounds of the digging, then it's going to be it's going to be potter. Now it doesn't have to be from the sounds of the digging. If it falls backwards anyway. You're going to be uh, you're going to be potter. If the shore with his kalim fell into the bar and the kalim broke, chamor and iskaru chamor with his kalim fell into the bar and the kalim got torn. That falls into a bar, but your potter and kalim that fall into a bar. If a shard of the cherishot of a cotton falls into a bar, you're going to be chayev. Ben obas ever o ama potter. But if a if if a ben obas a child or an ever or ama falls in, then you're going to be potter because it's a gzeres akasu shard v'lo adam chamar v'lo kelim that you're potter when an adam falls into uh, falls into a bar. Meaning one might have thought that no, an evident ama is ama domel chamar, has a din of uh, an animal walking in. No, it's a human being. That since uh, the, uh, the, the, the Torah is machmir on their death, and even if it's yafasela, it's no sin shloshim, so we're machmir nami in the bar, that, that you're going to be machmir uh, on the bar, that you're going to be on it. That's how the Shita Sakadmonim explains. That we don't say ama domel chamar over here. Okay, says the Gemara. Verishon Ademas Miftar. Till when is the first guy going to be pot? I mean, when the case was, the first guy had uh, had covered the, uh, the the bar, and the second guy came and used it and did not cover it up. So, w- w- to what extent, till when is it going to be the second guy's problem and the first guy's going to be potter? Amarav Yeda. If there was enough time that the first guy could have come afterwards and seen it uncovered, since they both knew about it, that it was uncovered, so that would be enough to make the first guy chayiv. Ushmul amar uhu, that even though he didn't come and he didn't see it, he's going to be chayiv in his, in his chaylek, and it's not all going to be the second guy's responsibility, because um, the second guy is not the one that opened it up. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Kedeshu, the Uhu, the Yiskarpalim, the Yichros Arazim, the Yichasenu. That it has to be, Rabbi Yochanan says a, a, a third shita, that it has to be enough time that they can let him know and uh, he can and he can do something to uh, cut down trees in order to create a new cover, to build a new cover that's going to properly do the job of covering the bar. If you look at Tosos, he has a little bit of a different understanding of these three shitos. Tosos, Bikadeh means that word is getting out. Everyone knows that this bar has been exposed. Because probably the guy heard about it by then. And then the second shita is no, not enough that word got out. We have to know that he knows, that he in particular is aware of it. That also it has to be that not just that he knows, third sheet is that he has to have known for long enough to have done something about it. So the way Tosas understands is if it's the first sheet is if it's reasonable that he would have known, second sheet is that we know for sure that he did know, and third sheet is that not only do we know for sure he did know, but he also was given enough time to do something about it. 
Let's say he covered it properly and then a shor chamar falls in and dies, he's going to be pater. How exactly did that happen? If he did a good job covering the bar, how did something fall in? It just rotted. A piece of wood sometimes could just rot and uh, it's, it's nobody's fault. Let's say he covers it with something, a paddle cover that's strong enough to withstand the weight of oxen, but not strong enough to withstand the weight of camels. And camels came and weakened the cover, and then oxen come and fall right in. My, what's the what's the din? Well, what exactly is the case? If you live in an area where there are camels around, well, then he's negligent by uh, leaving a cover that only uh, that doesn't protect from camels. And if there are no camels around, well, then purely it's purely ones. It's not his fault at all. Of course, it's going to be potter. So now the case must be that every once in a while camels come around that area. Do we say that since once in a while it is feasible that camels will be there, therefore it's something that he should have considered and he should have thought about? Or maybe you say, no, right now there are no camels there and therefore he's an anus and it's not his fault. So says Mara is going to try to bring two proofs <coughs> to answer this question before concluding that there's not really a Shiloh over here. Tashimah, Gemara says, proof number one. Our Mishnah says that if you cover the bar properly and then a Shara Chamar falls in and dies, you're Pater. Well, hey, what exactly is the case? If you covered it so well that nothing would have fallen in, hey, then how come something did fall in? So the Gemara is, at, at this point is not yet assuming that we know the answer of it rotting out and being nobody's fault, right? If you really covered it well, how did something fall in? It must be that you covered it well enough that oxen should not fall in by exactly our case, but not well enough that camels should not fall in. Well, if it's a place where there are camels all over the place, then how could you possibly be patr? It's total negligence. And if there are no camels around, then obviously you're patr because it's an ones. So what must the case be? Exactly our case. It must be where camels come once in a while, and camels came and weakened it, and then oxen came and fell in. So our mission is exactly this case that we asked the Shaila about. The Katani Pater. And it says in the mission of Pater, so apparently we say that since right now there are no camels around, it's considered an ones and the guy's potter. Says Gemara, no, 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 we misunderstood the whole Mishnah. You covered it with a cover in the case of our Mishnah with something that could withstand both Shvarim and Gemalim. That which we rejected that by saying, what do you mean? Then how did anything fall in? How did something fall in? Because it rotted out. So you have no right from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is not talking about that case at all. Second Raya, Toshima. If you didn't cover it well enough, our Mishnah continued, and then a Shara Hamar fell in and died, you're going to be Chayef. Well, Hechidami. 
If you really didn't cover it well for anything, that anything would have fallen in. Of course you're going to be chayiv. You, you, you left, it's the same as leaving you exposed. It's like leaving a piece of paper over the bar. Of course you're going to be chayiv. No, no, it must be that it's our case. That you covered it well enough to protect from shorm, but not from gemalim. If there are, there are camels around, well then you're totally negligent. And if there are no camels around, well then it's known as. It must be that it's our case that there are gemalim sometimes around. You didn't cover it, it covered it well enough to withstand gemalim. Gemalim came and weakened it, and then shvarim fell in. And what does it say? Chayiv. So apparently we consider that a poshe because it's something you should have considered. It says no, 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 we're misunderstanding. Maybe the case in the Mishnah is you covered it well enough for oxen, not well enough for camels, but there are camels around. Not leprakim. Always, there are always camels around. And that which you ask, but wait a second, doesn't that make him negligent and therefore obvious that he's going to be chayiv? I did It is obvious, but once the Reisha gives a case where you do cover it well, the Sefer wants to give a case where you didn't cover it well, just to keep it parallel to the Reisha. But oh yeah, it's an obvious, uh, it's an obvious point. Ikadamri, another version of what the actual Shailu was that we try to bring Raya's from a Mishnah to answer is the following. The previous Shaila we were just discussing is not a Shaila at all. The Kivandas and the Prakim Poshehu, even if camels only come around once in a while and you only covered it to protect well enough from Shvarim, that's negligence. That's terrible. The Ivaila should have considered the possibility. So it's not a Shaila. Ki Vailan, you know what our Shaila really is? You covered it well enough to withstand Shvarim, but not well enough to withstand Gemalim. And Gemalim are around, so you are Posheya, because there are camels all over the place, and you didn't cover, enough, cover it well enough to withstand Gemalim. But then here's what happened no Gemal walked on him, that's not what happened. It just ran it on its own, which is a total onus. Could happen to anyone at any time. Mahu, that's our Shaila. Do we say that since you were posher with regard to a gummel, we consider you posher with regard to it rotting out as well? Or do we say, no, rotting is an onus, it's not your fault, and therefore it's, it's not something you're going to be responsible for. That's our real shaila. Frekt Tosos, isn't this exactly the sugi of Tkilasa B'Pshia V'Sofa La'Ones? Tosos Nibra Masvul Shchichi V'Atan Lainzin V'En Tomar Kilo Amrin Amigo Nami Mischayiv Even if you don't say Migo Yishbichayiv over here D'Tkilasa B'Pshia V'Lin Yishparim In Yavru Gamalim T'chila V'Archakach Shvarim V'Sofa Bonas Shetliya That it's a Poshaya because you did not give it a cover that would have withstood Gamalim There are Gamalim all over the place And then it was Sofa Bonas because it just happened to rot so Tulsa says the Yisod, the Tiritz Rivad the Lamrim of Chasu B'Shiv Zavbonus Chayiv El Hecha Shem Machmas Habshia Ba Haones. We only say Chasu B'Shiv Zavbonus when the Ones happens as a result of the Pshia. Even though the Ones was a freak accident, but it was only it was only able to happen because of what you did that was Poshia. But over here, the onus didn't happen because of the pshia. Even if you would have put the best cover in the 
whole world on it. It could have easily rotted out. Uh, you know, uh, uh, little bugs could have come and eaten right through it. Uh, what do they call those? Uh, termites could have come and eaten right through it and could have could have been destroyed. And we don't say if it was not a result of the Pshia that the Ones happened. That is Tosus's Teretz to, uh, to this Kasha. All of the Rishonim ask this Kasha, not all of them give Tosus's Teretz. The Raivit, for example, suggests that the din is only when the pshia and the ones were done on the same nizik. But over here, the pshia was only gabe gemalin. The ones happened to ashar. Ashar ended up uh, landing in there. So therefore, he kept mechayev midin because there are two different niziks in the pshia and the ones. The rabbin in his chidushim explains another possibility. When the gemara says it's shchichi gemalim, it does not mean that gemalim are there all year. It means once in a while that in certain specific times of the year gemalim come around. But the rest of the year there are no gemalim around. And these days the gemalim were not shchiach, and the kisui, the covering, uh, rotted out, and a shore fell in. So it's not chilas b'pshia because for those days it was not matzah at all for gemalim to be there. So it wasn't a pshia for those days of the year. The rabbin suggests. Balamara suggests another possibility, that since the Torah is mekel with niske bar, that it patters kalim, kalim in a bar you patter for, so mistam of the Torah was mekel also by of bonus. Regular mazik, we say of bonus chayv. But bar, we know has certain kulas. It has kulas by kalim, so maybe it has a kula over here as well. But anyway, back to the Gemara. The Gemara wants to know what is the halacha in this, uh, in this case. So again, the case was that uh, that 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 uh, you covered it well enough to withstand shvarim, not well enough to withstand gemalim. Gemalim are all over the place all the time, but then it just rotted out and it just caved in. So says Umar Tashima, let's bring a raya from our Mishnah. Kiso Our Mishnah says if you cover it well, then a shor falls in your potter. And we explain the case must be that it rotted out. If the case of our Mishnah is you covered it with a super good cover, and then the total onus happened, it just rotted out, of course you're going to be Pater. What more do you want from the guy? No, the case in our Mishnah must be that you covered it well enough for a Shar, but not well enough for a Gamal. And Gamalim are around. But then what happened was, it just rotted out. Vikatani Pater. So that's exactly our case. And our Mishnah says, so apparently we don't say just because you're a poshea for the gemalim we consider you poshea legabe the, the wood rotting out. So you see that's the answer. Says more low. It's not the answer. The case in our Mishnah is you covered it super well, something that could even withstand gemalim and it ended up rotting out. So the reason we rejected that previously is because what do you want from the guy? Well, of course the guy should be put in that case. What more do you? What more was he supposed to do? He put the best cover available known to man over that bar. What more do you want from him? So one might have thought that your job's not done when you cover the bar. You have to continue to go back and check on that cover and make sure it's still sturdy and still going to be able to withstand things. He obviously didn't do that. He put the world's best cover on it and then abandoned it. 
So that's the Havamina that he'd be Chayiv. So Kamashmon, that's why he has to tell me that he's still uh, that he's still that he's still Potter in that in that case. Peyashur raises the question: Why why Taka doesn't he have to go check it? I mean, the Kamashmon say you don't have to go back and check it. But Barbarous Rabin, the actual digging that's done by Isur Gamur and with total negligence to make a, a hole in the Rishus Rabin, there's a cavity underground in the Rishus Rabin that you made, and even if you put a kisle that's going to withstand, you know, a, a wagon full of heavy rocks, you're still not allowed to do that because, you know, a kisle can come off at any, at any time. So if it ends up rotting out, so why should it be Chote Niskar? This guy, Dagobar, he's going to benefit from this. Why aren't we of him to go and make sure you're the one that dug that bar, you make sure that it's safe each and every day. Why is the Maskana Taka that he doesn't have to do that? Furthermore, says the Pnei we find in a lot of places that even when he was a person as Marchik the Mazik, still, if a Nezik happens, he's going to have to pay, even if he did it Beheter. So over here, it's a case where he did it Beheter, of course he's going to have to pay. Of course he's going to have to, even by, by, by Niske Shechenim, for example, there are a whole bunch of cases. You, you took the necessary precautions to make sure your oven was far enough away from your neighbor or whatever, and still you didn't have to pay. Over here, you should, uh, you should have to pay because you didn't take the necessary precautions. And furthermore, he says, some nuschah for Barbarosh is is like a gazlan. So even though Karkas ain't an exelas, but the Torah makes the bar as, as if it's his rishos, like he's a gazlan. And the gazlan is chayiv even on onsim. So he should be mechayiv the, the chofer anyway. I mean, the Pnei was very bothered about these three little letters. Ka mashmalah. That, oh, we would have thought you have to go and check on your covering. Ka mashmalah that you don't. So based on these kashas, Pnei explains that bar is different than all the other mazikin. That even though you're poshaya in the digging of the bar, the Torah patters the bala bar when he's an ones. It's a gzerus hakasav to patter him when he's mechasa the bar, even though normally tchasa b'pshia, uh, even, even though he, he was tchasa b'pshia for ones, still we're, uh, it's a special gzerus hakasav that we patter him. Okay, Tashma Agmar tries to bring another bayah. Oh, again from our Mishnah. Loki If he didn't cover it well, and then an animal falls in and dies, he's going to be chayiv. What exactly is the case? He didn't cover it well enough for anything. Do you need to tell me that it's chayiv? Of course he's going to be chayiv. It must be that he covered it well enough to withstand oxen, but not well enough to withstand camels. Well, if camels are around, then he's negligent if it wasn't strong enough to withstand them. And if camels are not around, well, then he's obviously potter because it's an onus. It must be that there are camels around, but that's not what happened to it. The reason it broke was that it simply rotted. Our case. The katani chayiv, and yet the Mishnah says chayiv. Alma amrinu migudav b'shelim gemalim b'shelim nafla. So it seems that we say that since he was poshe with regard to the gemalim, he's poshe with regard to the way it ultimately all went down. So it says Mar Amri la liolam karei l'shram lo karei l'gemalim. Maybe the case really is that it was he covered it not good enough for anything. And, or in the Bach changes, it's not good enough to, to anything. Our gear says, good enough for Shvarim, not good enough for Gemalim. The bottom line is, there are Gemalim around, so who's Posheya? And Gemalim came and weakened it. And Oxen came and fell in. That which we said, but isn't that obvious then that he's going to be Chayv, he's a Posheya? 
I did the Nasav Reish, Kisav Gray, Nasav Sefanami, Lo Kisavu. Yeah, in a Chinami it's Pashat. But once the Reisha gives the case of Kisav Gray, very similar to how we answered in the previous version of this discussion, the Seif also gives the case of Lo Kisavu. But now in this version we have a third Raya. Tashma, Nafalutochu Shor, Cheresh, Shota, Vikatan, Suma, Umahalich Balayla, Chayim. Pikech, Mahalich Bayom, Potter. So Vaamai. Name me the Havi Shamel in Cherish, the Havi Poshea rather, Linian Cherish, Havinami Poshea, Linian Pikeach. Why don't we say that since he's a Poshea with regard to a Cherish, meaning an ox that's a Cherish, or an ox that's going in the night, in the darkness, even if it's uh, not a Cherish, even if it's a perfectly normal ox, but it's walking in the dark, so we said he's going to be Chayef because. That, that's natural that such an ox would fall in. But if the ox was walking during the day and was perfectly able to see and inexplicably wasn't looking where he was going and fell in, then you're going to be potter. But ask the Gemara, why would you be potter? You're a poshea legabe an ox that's a cherish. So why don't we say that since it's considered poshea legabe it's an, an ox that's a cherish, it's considered poshea for this ox as well. Oh, must be that we don't say Miko. That's just because you're Poshea for one. It means that we consider you Poshea for how it actually went down. So in our case as well, just because you're Poshea Legabe Gemalim, we're not going to consider you Poshea for Hitliya, for how it actually happened by, by, by routing out. Shmamina, the Gemara says that we taka see that that's, that's, that's a, a Raya. A number of issues over here. First of all, the Rishonim, there's Machlok's Rishonim, what the, well, the, the, the Raivet raises the question that the Rif in his halachos doesn't bring this din at all of a bar shetliya mitocha. Why does the Rif leave this halacha out of a bar that rots from, uh, from the inside? So the, uh, the Raivet suggests, in this came up in Parakid Bey's halacha hey, that the Rif assumed that the sug, this sugya is, uh, is not really uh, correct the halacha, and he's so on that which the Gemara says, meaning the Rif was bothered by Tesis Kasha. Isn't all of this just a big example of except the Rif didn't give any of the answers. We had Tosa's answer, we had answers from the right, we had answers. The Rif says, yeah, in Achinami, it is. This Gemara is against the Alacha. The Alacha is Chayv. However, the Nosei Kelim on the Rambam raised the Kasha that Rishonim are Mechalik between Tchas Vashiv Vsav Bonas. What about all the answers the Rishonim gave? How can you say this is just a classic case of Tchas Vashiv Vsav Bonas? So the Magnum Mishnah says that the, no, the Rith leaving this out is not a problem at all. The Rith leaves out a lot of halachos that are less common. So this halacha is not so common. How often does that happen? I don't know. I don't know how he picks. There are a lot of halachos in Shas that are not so common. That's a, it's a hard one to accept. Rabbi Kivegir, though, and with this we'll close, Rabbi Kivegir suggests a third approach. He says that the Rif explains the sugya like the sheet of the Ri, that he's not poshea legabe shvarm, rak legabe gemolim, he's considered poshea, because the Gemara compares this to shar uh, cherish and shar pikach. So it sounds that if he was a pshel legabe the shor itself, he would have been chayiv even if the onus didn't come as a result of the pshia. So it must be that the sugya goes according to Abaye, who says even when the onus doesn't come as a result of the pshia. And therefore, the Rif leaves out this whole sugya because the halacha we pass in only when the onus comes as a result of the pshia. Meaning, he's assuming that this that that our gemara is making the assumption that is going to be even when the pshia is not 
a result of the uh, of the ones because it compares it at the very end to the case of the shor cherish and the shor pikeach of the deaf shor and the pikeach shor where uh, it sounds like that if you're poshar for for the shor he'd be he'd be chayiv even though the ones didn't come as a result of the pshia oh so you see that this sugya is against the halacha and that's why the rift didn't quote this uh, this sugya la halacha okay but next time we'll pick up the two dots.